0: Here with our part two podcast episode with Melanie Goggins. If you did not join us for part one, that's okay. You can listen to this and then go back. So, if you don't know, Melanie is a vice president sales leader from Dayton, Tennessee. Where is that in Tennessee, Melanie?
1: It's just about 40 minutes north of Chattanooga. Oh, how fun! It's the prettiest part.
0: Oh, all right. We'll have to check that out next time I'm in Tennessee. All right. So welcome back, Melanie. We're excited to have you for part two. Thank you.
1: I'm excited to be back.
0: Yeah. For part one, in case you missed it, Melanie shared some tips about time management, I guess is the broad topic, but I don't want you to think, oh, Okay, this is going to be a long podcast and a lot of things that I either can't do or shouldn't do or don't know how to do. There are really three simple ideas, guys, that anyone can do and I learned from you in this in that podcast Melanie. So thank you. I'm so glad. And so part 2, this is taking it up a notch, I guess. So this is a podcast Probably more for if you are a new leader or a soon-to-be leader. And if you're a consultant, don't, you know, don't feel like, oh, okay, this isn't for me. Because really, I think that these ideas can be adapted. So Melanie, you talked about how you go into a work day or your work time. But now let's talk about priorities. What do you do first? Well,
1: before I ever open my computer or pick up my phone to work, if I've got a chunk of time to work, I know what I'm going to do before I go into it. Because otherwise, guaranteed, I'll open my computer and I'll sit there and be like, okay, what what, what am I going to do now? What's my priority? And then it takes me five minutes, 10 minutes, maybe possibly 20 or 30 minutes to like gather myself together and decide what I'm going to do. And that's a time suck. And And not only does it suck my time, it also sucks my energy because then I feel bad about all this time I've wasted. So uh, something that for me is very important for my productivity in this and just for my, my, my ease of mind is I know what I'm going to do before I ever get started working. And then I'm able to jump in and start out the gate at a run right away. And it just helps everything flow more smoothly. And it helps me enjoy it in the process.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm a list maker myself. And you are right. If you don't have that, when you sit down, a lot of times you can talk yourself out of doing anything because it's been, it, you spend so much time trying to figure out what to do. It's like, uh, um, I'm going to go make a cup of coffee now. And oh, look at the time. Uh, and you really haven't gotten anything accomplished. So, how else do you avoid distractions?
1: A really important one for me and my personality is to make a list of what I'm not going to do. Because sometimes I look at my to-do list and I'm like, yep, doesn't look like fun. Mm, Don't really feel like doing it. I feel like maybe the dishes need to be done or I need to go do laundry or, oh, hey, it's probably time to switch out my kids' winter summer clothes. So, If I have a work chunk of time, I make a to-do list, but I also make a to-don't list. These are the things I'm not going to do in this work time. I'm not going to do dishes that I could do talking to the kids at another time. I'm not going to answer email questions. I'm not going to, you know, whatever it is, because sometimes giving yourself permission not to do something is as important as knowing what you should be doing and doing it.
0: Ah, okay. I'm going to make a don't do list. All right. So after you, you have your list and you know your goal, what's next? I like to to
1: chunk my tasks. So um, instead of jumping from one thing to the next thing, to the next, to the next, I find that If I work with the groove that my mind is getting in, I'm able to get more done all at once. And it tends to be a little more inspired rather than stilted. So an example of this would be instead of week to week to week, every week I have to think up a new Tip Tuesday and, oh, I need to go take a picture and, oh, I need to go post that. Maybe I'll take a Saturday and I'll sit down and look at the next six to eight weeks and I'll map out, you know, here's my Tip Tuesdays for the next couple weeks. And then when Tuesday comes around, all I have to do is make sure that posted and I'm good to go. But because I'm already in that groove for one tip Tuesday, it's easier to flow into the next and the next and the next and the next, instead of breaking it off to go host coach and to go over here and, and do something like that. And if you're a very busy person or you're very distractible, it can be helpful to work with that groove of your focus rather than jumping around to multiple topics all in you know quick time in the same little work session.
0: That makes so much sense. And I think you're right. It is very easy to, to go, oh, I need to do this or oh this. And rather than looking at host coaching or looking at today, I'm doing Tip Tuesdays or today I'm gonna do you know, a reels or what, whatever. When your mind is focused on that task, you definitely take advantage of it to the maximum. Again, it's a lot about your attitude and your mindset. And when you're seeing results, then it makes you feel better, makes you feel productive, and you keep going. And I like your perspective of figuring out what isn't working and reflect on why. So expand on that a little bit, because I know that you also look at what am I not going to do and why am I not going to do that?
1: Okay. So a great example of this would be um, maybe Facebook party styles. Uh, you know, we're all different personalities. And one of the things that I love is that Norwex, Norwex is the same business, but how all of us do it can look drastically different. And there is not one way to do your parties. There are party styles out there that cause me so much stress and anxiety because they're so against my family style, my personality, our schedule, things like that. And so um, realizing that just because something works for somebody else does not mean it can or even should work for you is really important. This business can be so much fun when you work within the grooves of who you are and what works for you. And that may mean doing something that, you know, nobody else has done before and learning the the ways to make that work, okay? Facebook parties, I'll give a really quick demonstration. I don't do lives. I've been doing Facebook parties for over seven years now. And when I started, I didn't know anyone doing Facebook parties. Just learning through trial and error. Okay. This is, this is not a good style for me. Oh, I think I can make this work and I'm enjoying it. And wow, it's like a whole new world of it. And I think, you know, we, in a way, your business is a way to celebrate your unique self. You're never going to duplicate another consultant exactly. And you can waste time and ramp up stress just trying to be someone else. But when you allow yourself and your family schedule, your personal needs, your personality to shine through, it's so much more fun and it flows better to saving you time. And and people can see that energy and excitement when when you're really in that groove. So don't don't be afraid to to look at another style or to look at a a task and say, you know what? I know everybody else likes this, but
0: I don't. What do you like? Work within that. That's really great advice. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't really like the style I'm doing, but I don't know how to go about doing something different. First of all, there are lots of people that you can shadow or lean into. And also on the resource, we have a section called party time. And so if you're doing Facebook parties, and maybe you, you know, just like to check out something different, Uh, messenger parties are something that some people do, because they weren't finding joy in doing Facebook parties. And Jessica, She she did the workshop for us. And so she said, I did Facebook parties and she didn't like doing lives. So she started doing messenger parties and doing recorded videos and said, and I and I love it because again, it fits into her lifestyle and what really works for her. But anyway, guy, and Zoom parties, you know, people that really loved in-home parties and then are missing that, but really want to still have virtual parties, uh, Zoom parties are great. And we have really in-depth training on all three of those party types. So there's just a little plug for that. Okay, many party options are out there, like you mentioned, Melanie, but along with this, you always help your team to grow. And so let's touch on that a little bit. How How do you really work with your team to help them grow in their business with their time and their management. So part of that is being duplicatable and
1: keeping things simple on my end, rather than going all complicated and difficult. I try to reduce things to their most basic form. Ways that other people can look and see or take, you know, my, my host script or my Facebook script. And uh, I always encourage, you know, don't use this word for word, but use this to base yours off of until you start getting more comfortable and seeing how do you want to change things up to make this more your style. For my leaders, going through the different levels, I'll let them know, here's here's how I'm helping onboard your new teammates, maybe before they're they're a T.C., touching base with, okay, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you added a new teammate. Here's how I'll support you in that. Uh, here's what I think is helpful to, to send them. And I let them see that so that they can see for themselves, okay, this is, this is the information they're going to get because so many consultants, like when they're new, they don't remember all the information they got or what training came at what times. And they can feel really, 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 panicked at the idea of then having to onboard someone else so walking my new leaders through here's this I'm walking my leaders at different levels through okay you just you just promoted up to this level this is how i typically support my leaders who are at this level but this is this is a work in progress if you would like to step up more i am so happy to step back more if you are feeling like you still need these supports Talk to me and let me know because I am so happy to keep providing these supports. So kind of letting them know here's here's the norm of what I have found works in general, but also acknowledging their individualness and their where they are feeling in all of this to know, you know what, I'm going to continue providing tech support to your new teammates. Or you have fun with that, run with it, enjoy it, and I will I will step back and I'm here to support you how you need to. I love
0: that you customize that, you know, but also, like you said, really kind of keeping it consistent and simple. So something that you had mentioned is, and I think everyone has this, gosh, I really wish I would have known that earlier on. And that's something that I think uh, is so important. So what's that one thing for you that you pass on to your team?
1: I wish I'd known that everything I do at every level is pretty much always the same. I'm always partying. I'm always sharing the opportunity. I'm always helping new people on board and learn the business. And I, I mean, as a new consultant, I figured, oh, those senior leaders, like that wasn't even a thought in my head because I could never, ever, ever do what they surely must do to be where they are. And I didn't realize that it's not a matter of, working your way up through the levels and suddenly you're working, it's a matter of just being consistent with the small things from, you know, when you're a sales consultant to a team coordinator and on, you're only ever doing the same
0: thing. That is such great advice. And I think that that, hopefully if you're listening, kind of helps your shoulders like drop a little bit to go, oh, I thought it just got harder and harder and harder. And it really isn't. You're just shifting in small ways. The other thing I think um, that you had mentioned was when you're starting, it's important to give it a six party try. Why is that important, Melanie?
1: It takes a little bit to get in your groove. It takes a little bit to figure, okay, was that just an unusual thing? Was that a dead party? Or was that something I did that I can do differently next time? And I think whether you're a brand new consultant, or you're restarting your business, or you're trying a new party style. Maybe you've only done, you know, Facebook parties for the last two years, and you've never done a home party, and that's terrible. Give it six parties to really figure out, do you like this? Is this working for you? Uh, because it, it's going to take that time for you to have the experience, uh, to see what things
0: you want to do differently, to learn from them, and just start getting comfortable. And that does take time and you're, you're, you're right. Uh, Like you, I think there are a lot of people, they've never done a home party. It's just, you know, with a lot of people who have started in the last couple of years and have only known online. So this may be, this may be an opportunity to try something new because it is fun. It's fun to, you know, be in a social group and to share what you love and what you find is that. You know, your guests and your hosts love it too. And it's just, it's a whole lot of fun. So I love that advice because it's so easy to give up. It's easy to say, I tried it, it didn't work. And so you really need to six times. I I think that's a great number for, for give it a go six times. And then if it's not for you, like you said, do what brings you joy. So Melanie, thank you so much for all of the tips that you've shared. I love chatting with you and I'm so happy that you actually reached out and said, hey, I have seven kids. I'm all homeschooling mom. And I really think I have some tips that would help other people. So thank you for blessing other people with your tips and what you found has worked for you.
1: I'm so glad. I really feel for how many of us are not naturally organized and we're just kind of chaotic beings and we need to work a little bit harder to uh, figure out how to make that a strength and uh, not, not a downside.
0: Yes. And I love when you said your business can be a way to celebrate your unique self. So guys, go out there, celebrate your unique you and reflect on your business and maybe figure out what isn't bringing you joy and how you can change that. Maybe you do the list of what I'm going to do, what I'm not going to do. Because the things that you take off your list that don't bring you joy can often help you to focus on the things that really matter. So thank you, everyone. Hope you are having a wonderful day and we will see you next time.